All right. I am so excited, you guys, and nervous. <laughs> if I'm being honest about things. All our lives, we have been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I am on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. And I want to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And thank goodness for Brene Brown, who talked about FFTs, which she also calls terrible first times on her first podcast, because I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I have a lot on my mind and that I want to share with you. And some of it I've only said to close friends and family because they know me, right? It's easy. It's safe. I don't have to worry about being judged. And even if they don't like what I have to say, they still have to love me because they're my friends and they're my family, right? But there is no time for that anymore. I have people to help. And quite frankly, so do you. And if you're anything like me, and I think you are, maybe you'll understand, maybe you won't, but I hope you'll at least be open-minded because I want to share some things with you that maybe you haven't heard of or thought about before. So let me tell you a little bit about me and my background first so you know where I'm coming from. I graduated from physical therapy school in 2001, and I'm proud to say that I have one of the last bachelor's degrees awarded in physical therapy. And then I've met someone who had a certificate in PT. Can you believe they used to only give certificates in physical therapy? That's kind of funny. Well, while I was waiting to take my exam after PT school, my mom signed me up to be a Mary Kay because she was trying to move up in, <laughs> in the ranks, which is actually kind of funny because I'm not really that into makeup. As a matter of fact, they had to hold me down basically to put makeup on me for prom. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So anyways, I did that for a while and I started working as a physical therapist and moved on to be an assistant clinic director because that's what I thought you did, right? You work hard, you move up the ranks. And in my case, I wanted to move into management. And at one point, the group director left. And so I was basically running the whole thing by myself, which I was pretty much doing anyway, because he was split between clinics. In any case, my brother finally got to the point where he was graduating with his master's from NYU and I wanted to go. The first blow was when they passed me over for the promotion when the group director left and it was fine. But then when my brother was graduating and they said they were not going to let me use my PTO to go, they basically denied it. Then that was the straw. I was like, bump this. I quit. And I gave them the 30 days notice. But one thing that it taught me in that time was that it doesn't take a lot of time. Like if you're motivated enough to do something, you'll figure it out. Because I had no idea how to start what I called a real business. Like I had to get a business license and had to set up the LLC and I had to find my first contract, right? So that was very, very different for me, but I was motivated because I had to figure it out. I had 30 days. I didn't have a lot of savings and I was going to my brother's graduation. So that's how I started my contracting company. That's what I did. And I think that was also my first intro to breaking protocol, right? That was my first, well, really my second realization. I was a little bit of a rebel, right? Because they really ticked me off and I really felt restrained by that. I'm like, how are you going to not let me use my own PTO? So that's when I realized for myself <laughs> that I was a little bit of a rebel and that 
it was like, okay to do things differently, that I didn't have to take the traditional path, that I didn't have to work the way that everybody else did. And my life was about having freedom and control, really, for me. So that kind of brings me to today, right? Because I want to talk about the elephant that's in the room, right? What a mess we found ourselves in. I decided to call this episode, This Is Not A Drill, because for over 10 years, I've been telling my friends in healthcare that you don't have to work the way you do. If you are not feeling the employee status and begging for time off and calling and trading and begging other people, like you don't have to work that way. But so often I have people say, well, I can't be a contractor or I can't be a PRN because I need health insurance. And I'm like, really? Can we do a little bit of math here? What is more important? Your time, right? Your freedom or some health insurance? Like just make more money. In any case, in 2007, I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And that was the second iteration of things that really made me think differently and question things. Because in that book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, I got this intro into the fact that you could make money online. He was talking about people doing t-shirts and supplements and things like that. And I tried a bunch of things with online, but none of that quite seemed right. But at least it had planted the bug, right? It had planted the seed that like, I didn't have to go in to make money. I didn't have to trade hours for dollars. And that was one of the big things for me as a physical therapist. It was like, oh, well, I love being a physical therapist. I love helping people, but I have to be there to do the work. And that was the first example of me of people being able to work from anywhere. And I was like hooked. Okay. So I've decided to figure it out. Then I found out about coaching in 2013 and went on to get my life coach certification from the life coach school. That's literally what it's called. The life coach school in 2014. And I was like, y'all, this is amazing. <laughs> you can work from anywhere and you still get to help people. I think that was one of the things that didn't sit well with me with the four hour work week in the beginning was yes, I could work from anywhere. There was that idea, that sense of freedom, a different sense of control. Cause I had control, right? And I had a little bit of freedom and flexibility with being a contractor and being PRM because I got to say when and where I worked. That was great. But being a PT, I had to be there to do the work. And so the four-hour work, we removed that barrier. And then finding about this thing called coaching was like, yes, this is what I want to do. So I tell people about it, right? And do y'all remember, do you remember that song, Don't Be Tardy for the Party? <laughs> that was a crazy song. But anyways, I feel like I was a little too early to the party. So here we are. The coronavirus has many of our friends in healthcare stuck at home. Others are going to work every day and they're afraid that they might get it or they might pass it on to their kids. And I feel bad, right? Especially for those who were just a little while ago. When I say just a little while ago, almost exclusively for the last year and a half, I have been working with healthcare professionals who are struggling with burnout, who are struggling with like, maybe they've gotten to year 15. We'll talk about that at, at another date, but there's something about that year 15 where people start to feel a little like, is this it? Is this all I'm gonna do? And I still, at that time, at 15 years in, I wasn't even 40 years old yet. And it's like, I'm supposed to work doing this 25 more years, but anyways. so. People are burned out, some of them are bored, and some of them just feel stuck. 
but they felt afraid, right? They felt like things were secure, that they were comfortable, that they had spent so much time and energy and money to get these degrees. And they had built basically their whole identity around being a PT, a doctor, a nurse, or whatever, that it was like, oh, I couldn't possibly leave what I'm doing yet. It's killing me softly. Maybe not even softly, right? So we find ourselves in this really interesting space right now because just a little while ago, the people in my world were talking about how burned out, bored, and stuck they felt. And I saw a post the other day that said, suddenly it became the most beautiful human wish across the world to return only to his normal life that he did not like, which is actually so true. And it makes me ask the question, why? Why do people want that? Why would anybody want life to return to normal when my entire business over the last 18 months or so started from a desire to help people suffering from burnout, right? We have a unique opportunity right now to make a change. Like things that we were afraid to do before, things that we didn't have time to do before, like that's not even important. Like we're being forced to change. And if you don't believe me, I know that things are not ever going back the way they they were pre-coronavirus. So we have been given the thing that we, we asked for for so much. So many people had come to me and say, I have this idea that I want, but I don't have time. Or I'm so exhausted because I'm going to work and I'm burned out and tired after work that I don't even have the energy to do what I want to, to do what my heart and my soul calls me to. So now we have that thing that we wanted, right? Time. We have time to think, time to relax, to spend with our families, to work out, albeit inside, to build our business and to really design our legacy. We have that right now. And so even in that, the question becomes, will you move the goal again and say, when the pandemic is over, then I'll start? Because I'm even seeing people do that now, right? So you wanted time before, now you have time. And then there's another reason. Now that you have plenty of time and no distractions, because it's not like you have vacation time and you're going off traveling and move the goal again. So I believe that there are two types of people. There's one where the person puts their head in the sand and they, they want to wait for all of this to blow over. And then the other who decides that they want to figure out what they want to do, who they want to become when the smoke clears, because it is going to clear. And if you think about if we fast forward 10 years into the future, it's not going to affect us or feel as visceral as it does today. Right. So which one are you? Will you put your head in the sand right now or will you take this time, right? All of this time that we have to ourselves, time to think and decide what you want to think about, right? Decide what you want this circumstance to mean or put your head in the sand, right? And so I know things are scary. I know they are uncertain, but I also know that this too shall pass. But you have to decide right now what you want to create who you want to become, and most importantly, that it's possible in spite of our circumstances. So if you know that you and your business were meant for more and you've just been going through the motions because you've been afraid, you didn't have the time before or whatever the reason was, but you're tired of playing small and you really want some support to create the life and business you want, go to tavanadenise.com forward slash momentum. 
TavanaDenise.com forward slash momentum. We'll hop on a call. You can tell me your dream and we can talk about what's really standing in the way and how to get you there. Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you again next week.